0: As many of you may know by now, I am a man of sequels. Uh, I'm a very impatient person, so origin stories kind of bore me because nothing really happens until like mid-movie. Well, today is no different. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite childhood movies, and still to this day one of my favorite movies of all time. 1988's Short Circuit 2. Some say he's nuts. To the moon, Alice! Some say he's bolts. Muchas gracias. But everyone agrees he's America's most electric leading man. Mercy and home. He's... The all-new Johnny Five. Just look at these items. Increased memory, 500 megabytes online! I come with a utility pack, dozens of gadgets for outdoor living, lots of green pea stickers, and even my own Nike swoosh. Now he's back, and haywired for laughs, in his newest motion picture adventure, Short Circuit 2. Winners all the time, keep your eye on the red card, red card, get away with me, can't you bother me? So keep your eye on the current thing, Short Circuit 2. Before we get started, let's address this elephant in the room uh, that is called Fisher Stevens. Now... When I was a kid, I believed he was Indian. I honestly did. Up until the time, maybe like 14, 15 years ago, when I found out that he was not Indian. He was just some Jewish guy. Wow. You know, I would have never known. He had me fooled the whole time. And you know what that's called? Um, I believe that's called good acting. Um, <laughs> He got me. You know, and a few years back, there was a little bit of controversy because... There was talks about a reboot Possibly a continuation Or maybe a whole complete remake Of the short circuit franchise And he was asked Hey if it were to happen Would you come back and play Ben again And I'm not trying to rhyme on purpose And he said yeah he'd gladly come back Well The bullies that I call cancel culture Came out and Attacked him online And forced him To apologize and say all these things and say that, you know what? I'm not going to be Ben, you know, ever again. I, wonder, I don't know why I keep rhyming. But um, it, it's, how do I say this? This whole cancel culture thing just bothers me. You know, I, I get it if it's something that's recent. And this is the sign of the times. You know, I, I get it. You know, it, it's whatever. But if you're going to go back and be offended by movies that are older than you. Or be offended by movies that are like 30 or 40 years old. Like, what is that? What What do you achieve? Nothing. You can hashtag it. You can write all the tweets you want. You can get, you know, all these people to rally behind you and say that what they did in those movies back then was completely wrong. And they need to apologize for it. The studios are not going to go back and they're not going to uh, CGI the correct person in there just to make you guys happy. I, I feel that that this whole thing is being way overblown by people who are probably who probably aren't even fans of the movie who have nothing to do all day long but to find things that offend them. And you know what for what? Who cares? You're just out there. Like I said, if it, 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 it was a product of its time. A lot of these things were products of their time. So having forcing a studio and having them remove it or place a disclaimer in front because oh my god, it's gonna offend me if somebody catches me off guard. You know it's not going to do anything you've you've achieved nothing so now that i'm done being on my soapbox and complaining about the complainers we can finally get started and now our feature presentation just in case you all need a little bit of a refresher on what the short circuit franchise is about it is a story of a robot who was built by the military as a war machine And somehow is struck by lightning and given a soul So between both movies He's trying to prove to everyone that he is in fact alive Um, In the first movie uh, The military is out to destroy him While he's out just soaking up And living life now He's got this new life, he's brand new He doesn't know what anything really is So he's very gullible And at the end of the movie The military comes in and they think that they have destroyed him, but in fact, number five escapes, renames himself Johnny Five, and that's the end of the first movie. Plain and simple. In the second movie, one of his engineers, one of the creators of the whole Nova Robotics program where Johnny Five came from, he is a a street peddler. He's out selling replicas of this toy. Now, when I was a kid, I wanted that toy so damn bad. As an adult, when I got adult money, um, I went out and I bought one. It was a little pricey, but I, I, I had to have it. It was a childhood dream of mine to actually own one of those toys. So the reason I'm bringing up the replica is when Ben, who is played by Fisher Stevens, is selling these toys, one of them kind of sneaks away and goes into the mall. That whole little scene where he's having this small adventure into the mall, just going through shit, really hits me right in the nostalgia feels. Now, I'm not sitting there crying or anything. It's just it makes it, you know, gives me a lot of great memories, takes me back to a better time. And uh, we all get that from watching certain movies or you see a certain picture or you you listen to music or whatever. And it takes you right back to, uh, you know, just those great times and uh that's exactly what the beginning of this movie does for me so while this little toy is having an adventure he somehow strolls in front of a marketing firm that is in the middle of the mall i don't know what type of mall this shit is but a business firm right in the middle of it oh well i guess i'll take it i have to suspend belief because it's a movie about a robot who's alive right Ben gets approached by a woman from this marketing firm named Sandy. And she asks him if he can make a thousand of those robots before a certain date. And Ben's like, I don't know. I don't think I can. And that's when Michael McKean comes in, who is from Spinal Tap, by the way. He plays Fred. He shows up and he's like, hey, no, we can't do this. And, you know, Ben's like, wait a minute. I don't even know you. But they go into somehow business together to make all these toys. And they make a promise and say that, hey, we're going to ship you a thousand of these little robots by whatever date that they ask for. And they'll be in business. Ben knows he cannot make this impossible deadline. So he sends out for help and he gets Johnny Five as an assistant to just make all the toys by himself. And that's when the fun starts. So here's the thing about J-Five himself is he is uh, crazy for input. He loves information. He, he just... Goes fucking nuts for it It gives him a boner And um He When he finds out That he's in a big city He just Launches himself out To the streets And just soaks it all up Uh It's just That's Pretty much How he gets in trouble Because he knows no better Well one of my favorite Scenes on here Is that he meets One of the most Ruthless gangs I've ever seen In my life One of the most Notorious One of the most Deadliest Gangs Cinema has ever Created and no, it's not the Bloods, or the Crips, or the Latin Kings, or whatever gang is out there that well, that, that was out there at the time. No, I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves to you. Los Locos kick your ass! Los Locos kick your face! Los Locos kick your balls into outer space! Wow is the only word that comes to mind after I listen to that. Jesus. Wow, like. How have these guys not been covered on the news for sounding so, uh, so thuggish? Oh, well. They even dupe Johnny Five into helping them boost car stereos. Now, I say boost because that's what they say in the movie, but they're really just having him steal for them. And they give up one of the best lies I've ever heard. And you know what? Here's another one of those shitty clips. You know, man, you want to help us out? We got this big job, you know. But so we go around looking for old car stereos that need to be, like, polished up and repaired and stuff, and that's what we do. And then we put them back in the cars, and everybody's happy. Yeah, we, uh, we work for the, uh, uh, the Department of Car Stereo Repair, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah man, and we're really overworked. <laughs> we got too many cars to do today. See all those cars? Yeah. We got to do all those cars, or we don't even get to go home to see our families <laughs> and little babies and stuff. Oh. The biggest difference between Short Circuit One and Short Circuit Two is not the fact that 95% of the cast didn't return for the sequel. It is the big character change in Ben. It's like they flipped a night and day switch because in the first movie he is like this horn dog who just wants to like smash any chick he can get his hands on, but in the second movie he's more of a uh, hopeless romantic who just wants to fall in love and be happy. And rightfully so because I feel like his character is better suited to be more sympathetic than whatever asshole he was in the first one. There's a scene in this movie where Fred tries to sell Johnny Five because he believes that he is worth over a million dollars. And during this whole thing, one of the, the key buyers lets everybody in on what happened after the first movie. Now it is told that The whole Nova Robotics program was shut down, canceled, and all the robots were destroyed. So now we know what happened to the military. They lost all their funding for this whole thing. And that kind of leads to what I'm going to talk about a little later on. So remember what I'm telling you right now about the military losing all of their funding. There's a little bit of a twist in this movie. At the beginning, we are told that... And you're kind of wondering this, too. But they show uh, a wealthy man, you know, go into a bank and let them know, like, hey, he's got the Vanderveer Jewel Collection and it needs to be protected at all costs. So they put it in, like, this huge armored room in a safe and it's got armored guards, lasers, you name it, the whole works. Well, the building that Ben. J5 and Fred are occupying Has a basement and that basement Leads right to that vault Well There's a few thieves one of them Is named Oscar he tricks Johnny 5 Into thinking he's this nice man But in reality he's trying To get to that underground basement And has J5 cut out The wall for him So he can get these jewels Now after he succeeds And Johnny 5 knows that he's just This asshole He orders his friends to destroy the robot. Now, um, this scene is heartbreaking. It is gut-wrenching. I don't know what else to describe it as. It just hurts every time I watch it. Because if you're a fan of the first movie and you're a fan of the second movie, you feel very sympathetic towards J5 because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know any better. He takes everybody as... As a good person, you know he doesn't believe that there are too many bad people out there, and you know he's just this nice robot. And then they go and they destroy him. They beat him down. You know he 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 gets his eye like they convey so much emotion within these robotic eyes of his. It is unreal. The puppeteering on on Johnny Five is just amazing, and it makes you feel bad for him. The voice actor conveys so much pain when they're destroying him. It's it's heartbreaking. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you about that. It is fucking like wow. I feel bad for him. Um and then they, you know, they they take off, and uh you know, he struggles to get up and he's dying because his battery has been, you know, destroyed. He's bleeding battery fluid. Fred finds him And you know That's when we get our our, uh, our chase Now Fred finds him And goes to a local like radio shack Style place they fix up Johnny 5 And once which is one of the coolest Scenes to me in this whole movie because he gives himself A mohawk he's got an eye patch His eye turns red he gets like this Little chain thing and He's, he's a badass now he's upset He's upset at humanity For being a fucking jerk to him He doesn't understand why people want to kill other people, why people want to destroy things. And he's more upset at the fact that, you know, they spared the human lives, but they wanted to destroy his as if he didn't matter either. Um, I'm probably looking way more into this movie than I should, but I just love this movie to death. So Johnny Five goes after Oscar and his friends. He succeeds. Um, And... He ends up dying at the end of the movie It makes you feel really bad Because Ben finally shows up And he's using the defibrillator To jump start J5 And uh You know Ben is You know it's just it's a it, Like I said it's one of those heartbreaking scenes again Like you're just kind of sitting there wondering Like wow he really died Uh The, the defibrillator eventually works And uh All is good Wow well. No shit. This movie does end off on a very good note uh, Ben and Fred Are now owners of a huge corporation Called Input Inc They're fucking filthy rich now And rich to the point to where now Johnny 5 is a gold plated robot That is correct The dude is gold Straight up gold Like, like when Skeletor on Masters of the, of the Universe movie Was gold um, He looks all pimped out by the way I, You know At the end he is acknowledged as the world's first robotic citizen, and he gets citizenship, well, United States citizenship, along with Ben and a whole bunch of other immigrants. And uh, that's basically how the movie is. They ask him how he feels, and he says the most Johnny Five thing in the world, and he says that he's alive, and that's when the credits roll. Um, I like how this movie ended. It ended the series off perfectly. There was talks of a third movie. Now, if you remember, if you're, or actually if you're paying attention to what I was telling you, that the military lost all its funding. Well, in the first movie, General Schroeder, who is played by G.W. Bailey. Now, if you don't remember who that guy is, you'll know him as Sergeant Harris from Police Academy. Get the right girl and all that'll change. Get out of here now. It's kind of funny that I mentioned police academy because both Steve Gutenberg and GW Bailey were both in that movie. They were, you know, Sergeant Harris and Mahoney. Um I didn't realize that and I felt like the kids when they start saying, "Oh, I was today's years old" because that's how I felt a couple months back. Literally a couple months back. Me and my wife were watching the first Short Circuit movie because now my kids are obsessed with it. And um, I paused the movie and I was like, wait a minute, aren't they both on Police Academy? My wife's like, holy shit, you're right. And if you haven't seen that movie, I highly advise you watch that movie. But I was just like, I was floored. My mind was blown. I didn't know what to think. I was like, wow, that's a fucking... And they're basically playing the exact same characters. Strange, right? Well, in the proposed third short circuit movie General Schroeder has lost everything now if you remember just a little bit of what I said earlier the military lost all the funding and by losing all the funding and the whole project being scrapped Schroeder lost everything he was fired and he lost his house he lost everything that you can think of he is now living in a crappy apartment and he sees that Johnny Five is on TV. He is now a national celebrity. He is now this phenomenon because he is a living robot. And Schroeder was thinking, wait a minute, I thought I destroyed this damn thing. Because at the end of the first movie, the military believed that they blew it up. He didn't. So now he's out for revenge to finally get rid of J5 once and for all. I think that would have been a really cool sequel or, or three cool or whatever you want to call it. I think that would have been a, a cool movie to watch. I don't know if I wanted to watch it because there's been some times where part threes are not that great. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Bill and Ted Face the Music was not as good as the first two movies because Bill and Ted's bogus journey had the most perfect ending for that whole thing. But that's, that, that, that's another episode down the line for me. But it would have been cool to see Uh, I would have liked to see, you know, Steve Gutenberg come back. It would have been something. Uh, I don't know how I would have felt about it, to be honest with you, but I still think it probably would have been, you know, something to watch. Uh, So here's a here's a little strange tip. Now, earlier in the episode, also, I did say that humans are pieces of shit and they really are. I'm sorry to say that, you know, they really are. There was, in 2015, there was a, uh, a robot called Hitchbot, and it did cross-country things around Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, and it was just hitchhiking everywhere. People took it places and they dropped it off. Weird, right? I mean, it's kind of, like I said, everybody's a little off-putting to things that are new. Well, that robot somehow made it to America and only lasted 300 miles before they beat the shit out of it and decapitated it. Wow. And to think that, you know, we're a little bit better than this, I guess. I shouldn't be so sympathetic towards robots because I've seen Terminator a million times. And I know that when robots are self-thinking, that they just want to fucking kill everything. But I felt real bad. I was like, oh, wow. You know, didn't fucking, didn't these inventors not watch Short Circuit and see that humans just want to destroy robots that are nice? Um, I don't know. It's a pretty messed up. It's a, it's a screwed up situation all the way around. And even the robot tweeted out, which I know was the, it was the people behind it. And they said, oh, I, well, even though I still love humans, you know, uh, this doesn't change my mind. Man, it's sad. Along the same timeline as when the Hitchbot was going around and getting destroyed. <laughs> there was talks of a remake of Short Circuit now it was going to follow almost the same premise other than the fact that j5 was going to befriend a small child instead of a an adult like he did in the first one but as i said before as soon as they asked fisher stevens if he was if he wanted to reprise ben um you know if the opportunity were to arise you know everybody came out and said oh no 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 the whole project was killed so we're not going to see a remake which I'm not opposed to remakes. It's just mostly like, ah, you know what? Are they really needed? Is there really other things out there? I thought the remake was called Wally. And the reason I say that is because my kids were watching Wally one day and I'm like, hey, what? I didn't snap. I was watching, you know, with them and I was like, wait a fucking minute. Isn't this Johnny Five? And my daughter's like, what's that? What's Johnny Five? And I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all guys, I have not shown you guys this. So I turned off Wally and I put on Short Circuit One, and we watched Short Circuit Two right afterwards. And now to them, Johnny Five is the real Wally. I think I've succeeded as a parent. I've done the same thing when they're watching Monsters Inc. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's the same bullshit as Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. And my daughter's like, what's Little Monsters? And I was like, okay, gather around, children. Let's watch this shit. And at first they were a little bit terrified, but come on, Disney! Just because you know you guys rip off things of movies that people may not know too well doesn't mean that there's not people out there that love these things. I hope that made sense. Mess your dumb ass down. And this is a we freak. Don't know, please don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And that's going to be in the description of this episode. You can also email me. That's going to be in the description of this episode. I appreciate all the feedback. If you want to talk shit to me and tell me how wrong I am or how different of an opinion did you have other than mine? That's okay too. I don't care. Um, any reaction is better than no reaction. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, do anything that you can to support the show. And, uh, Like I said, it's almost October. It's almost Halloween time. I got some cool stuff lined up. And I'll see you next time. Mr. Five, Mr. Five, tell us how you feel. How do I feel? I feel alive.